Hi there. This is Kate Hadley, the Director of Mentoring at Oakcrest School, and I'm here to present episode number two of our um, little series called Inconvenience Rightly Considered. This is a production of the parent support team to help our parents throughout this, the whole corona crisis. So we're trying to have some inspirational and yet some very practical tips. You might want to go back and look at our episode number one, which was the 10 best things to do with your family and friends during quarantine. Today, we're going to talk about the 10 best chores to teach your children. Now, I know best is kind of a relative word, best for who, but I still thought it would be a kind of a fun thing to do. Many years ago, I read a study um, where they were interviewing and surveys of very successful men. And they were trying to find out what the common denominator was. And it turned out it wasn't education, it wasn't intact family, it wasn't what college they went to, it wasn't race. The one common denominator that they could find was that these men all did chores as a child. So I think chores are kind of important. But I also, I forgot to introduce here um, my family who is going to give you some of their insights about chores. Because we were kind of a family that had some pretty um, set up chores. Since we had so many children, it seemed like the best way to handle things. So, uh, let me introduce my daughter Elizabeth, raise your hand, and you all know Miss Hadley, Megan, and my son Alex, and then up, um, we also have my other son Tim and his wife, Becca. We're going to be able to see it from uh, the daughter-in-law's point of view. Um, so, I've already introduced the idea, guys, of best chores. Can you jump in and tell me what you think what, what did you think of that concept of best chores? Are they good or just best meaning took the least amount of time? Or what did you think of chores? We're talking daily or Saturday chores. Oh, well, everybody has a different method. You know, go with whatever you like. Saturday chores suck out in, in my mind probably more just because they, you know, are part of a weekend when you were wanting to play outside and you were stuck inside doing chores. Um, but the ones that probably stuck with me the most were um, washing or doing the entire kitchen floor, cleaning it because I actually got to spend a little time alone, which in a big family was kind of nice. And I would just have the entire kitchen to myself. Everyone and I was allowed to kick everyone else out and um, listen to my music and go about my business. Yeah. Uh, my favorite was when I was probably eight years old, I would eat dinner, and my job was to clean up after dinner. So I'd eat dinner as fast as I could, go outside to keep playing with my friends, and then come back in for a second dinner, because all there were so many helpings of everything. Uh, I would have a second dinner, as Liz said, by yourself, which was very nice. And I was always near the bottom of the table, so that's kind of the scene from Years Mine and Ours, where you're trying to reach for the reach for the toast and then some older kid grabs away from you or something like that. So this always gave me a chance to so have this. Scraps, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unimpeded dinner. 
So, <laughs> my second dinner. Um, Megan? Um, I think, unlike Liz, I actually hated mopping. Hated mopping. Because as a little kid, when you have to move all the furniture out, like the, the chairs and stuff like that, nowadays, it's, I mean, I do it and I'm like, don't even think anything of it. But when you're 11 or 12, moving the chairs seemed like such a Herculean task that I absolutely hated mopping. Um, best Saturday chore. Oh, there yeah. are none. Which one? Vacuuming's pretty good. There are no good Saturday chores. <laughs> How about washing the walls? That was one that did not understand for even a minute as a child. I thought that she was just making stuff up so that because she'd run out of chores and this was just. What? What? I had to have this thing. Nobody else even for each child. And so. What did you, how did you wash walls? What did that mean? Yeah. I, I couldn't see anything. <laughs> I thought I, I, there was more You took a sponge you know? and you took the 409 yeah. and you walked around. Walked around That's aimlessly, squirting and, and sponging. Well, candles and, and uh, light switches. We call those touch points. Touch points. In hindsight though, I mean, it taught me a lot about like just attention to, to detail and the little things and um, our walls were clean. Like cleaner than any other house. You went up to the Kirk's house up the street. Fingerprints, fingerprints everywhere. Tim, don't you remember that? Yeah, but I also this taught me also that sometimes bosses will just give you busy work. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Alex? Uh, I hated all the big chores just because they were such a pain. Um, so I actually preferred like I would do all my small chores like immediately because then I got to highlight them all off the list like highlight five at a time but looking back at it um i mean they were kind of funny like we would just have this junk basket where over the course of the week you would just throw stuff that you didn't know whose it was and then one of the jobs was just to like redistribute it on saturday <laughs> Ooh, another good one is hangers oh yeah that's, that's not the real chore <laughs> Love that job. So Where you go, you go to everybody's closet and you collect all the hangers and no. you bring them. You gotta leave. Hangers. You gotta leave two hangers because you don't know if they have a shirt out or something <laughs> like that, that they're gonna hang up. Exactly. And then you bring the you bring the extras down to the laundry room. I remember being first I like to um, encourage our parents at Oakcrest realize that this is a very good time to institute or to approach this idea of chores in the family. We have more time and you can actually teach your child some of these things, how to clean the bathroom, how to wash a wall. Um, you know, um, it, it, I think, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, it is supposed to help us feel like a team. Like everybody has responsibilities in the family and everybody helps the entire group. So chores are not just make your own bed and keep track of your own things. Chores are for the common good. And I also think that they are skills that you will use in the future, that your child will use in the future. And that's where I would like Becca to say something about what her favorite chore is that Tim knows how to do because of me. I don't know if knows how to do is the best word. <laughs> Uh, I it's am comfortable doing. Yeah, no, I'm just very thankful that uh, I married someone who knows how to do 
all these things. Um, it's just really nice kind of like what you're saying about um, being on a team. It, it really feels like we're a team and we're cleaning up the house or um, Tim knows that there's some, some chores that I really just don't like doing like dishes. And so whenever um, he offers to do the dishes, I take him up on it, but I know it's because he is offering it because he knows that I don't enjoy it very much. So it's really nice to have someone who, um, yeah, knows how to do the laundry and separate whites from colors. I don't know. It's just something very basic, but um, I know from college, not everyone knows, has was taught how to do those things. So, yeah. And a lot of the yard work. As our kids got older, when we had a lot of children at home. I was queen of color coding charts. I mean, if Excel had you know, existed in those days, I would have been all over it. And so we had charts all over the place. We rotated jobs because- May I just say that the rotating day was the scariest and most exciting day of the month <laughs> because you knew that you were gonna be done with whatever chores you've been doing that month, but you were terrified that you were gonna stuck with bathrooms <laughs> that month. That was just, it was, you were so thrilled that you didn't have to do all, but you were so terrified of bathrooms. <laughs> well, it, I don't know if you realized it, but I used to rotate them by school because that indicated how often you were going to be home. Like there was no use giving you the chore of clear of setting the table before dinner if you weren't going to get there for dinner because you were at baseball practice. So I should have played more baseball. Yes. No, then you would have been clearing the table more, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, I think one of the best skills... What's that? I was going to say, I think one of the biggest life skills that chores taught us was how to... Um, you just got, you don't, don't work harder, work smarter. So if you are not allowed to play on Saturday until all your chores are done and the neighbors are knocking at your door, asking you to come play, instead of saying, no, I can't come out yet, invite them in. Have I'm them sawyer. do your chores I'm with sawyer. you. Yeah. <laughs> the girls did a lot of chores in this house. <laughs> I bet their mother didn't know that. <laughs> The, the, the thing is, the chore chart is, was great for us because we had so many kids. Then I found when I got to the end of the family and it was just Alex and Greg and Tim home, we didn't need a chart anymore. We could say, oh, um, who wants to clear the table tonight? And somebody would volunteer. And, you know, oh, the trash needs taking out and somebody would do it. I can see, you know, when you're using a chart, you're teaching responsibility. And when you're not using the chart, you're teaching charity and generosity. I think you want to know what is it that my children at this point need. I would like to go down a few chores here that I think are really um, important for everybody to learn. And maybe there are a few of you can jump in with some stories. Uh, my proudest moment as a mother was when Tim told me this story from a camp. And I, and I mean this, this was my proudest moment. I thought, I am a good mother. <laughs> am I supposed to tell the story? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I went to leadership camp when I was probably 10 or 11. And um, the counselors, of course, I thought were like these old grizzled men when they turned out to be like 16 years old. <laughs> But in my cabin, uh, the counselor gave me the job of sweeping the cabin on like the third day of camp. 
And at the end of camp, we got like our evaluations or like kind of like our mentor talks from the counselor. And the first thing he said was, do you know why I gave you sweeping the cabin? I was like, I'm then No, I don't know why you gave me sweeping the cabin because you don't like me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and he goes, no, it's because you were the only boy in the cabin who knew how to sweep. And so I'm not too worried about you because I know you, you come from parents who care. I was like, okay. <laughs> It's a deep insight from a 16-year-old counselor. Yes, very good. So another one was um, doing the laundry, and that involved washing, drying, putting away. And I think Megan has an anecdote that happened to her at um, her first day of college. Um. So I showed up in my roommate. Well, first give your background of your job of laundry. Oh, so oftentimes when you got to be a little bit older, I feel like in our house, you got like, instead of maybe having daily and weekly chores, you got like a big old chore. So the classic would be grocery shopping. Usually the oldest kid would do the grocery shopping. But for whatever reason, when Peter was the oldest, he had grocery shopping uh, on lockdown. And I was old and I don't know. You gave me all the laundry. <laughs> um, so I did laundry for everybody. Um, I remember distinctly studying for AP exams downstairs, but like changed like loads out and ironed all the boys' uh, collared shirts. Um, but then I showed up to college, and my freshman year roommate um, was from like a, she's the oldest um, from a family. She's Southern. She's from Texas or Tennessee. Sorry. Um, and she really wanted to get, um, the laundry service that Notre Dame, like, can provide, like, you can pay extra, uh, because her dad had been at Notre Dame, and he had gotten it. Um, so, Mom, you might remember it even better. What, how did the conversation transpire? Uh, her mom is fighting her about it in front of us, in the room, on the very first afternoon. No, we're not going to get laundry service for you. You're going to learn how to do it. And... She looks at Megan and says, Megan, are you going to be doing the, your own laundry or are you going to have the laundry service? So Megan says, uh, I'll be doing my own laundry. And she <laughs> I was like, praise you me, just how? my own laundry. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how to do laundry? And I remember thinking, oh, they're asking the right, wrong person here. I mean, yes, she knows how to do laundry. So I don't know if you ended up having to teach her or not. But yeah, actually, I kind of do remember. She's great. She's a good girl. Still friends with her, but she now knows how to do laundry. And now she can do the laundry, yeah. So, and that always included ironing. That's a very good skill I think is important. You also mentioned their grocery shopping. Tim, did you ever do grocery shopping? I did grocery, shop, grocery shopping for two years. Lizzie, unit, you unit price. Unit price. Unit price is I the most important thing. Unit uh, pricing. Okay. A man who knows how to grocery shop. <laughs> On a budget. Yeah. Um, changing sheets and making a bed are very good things to do. And Megan that's hard it. when you have bunk beds, but you know, I think it's important to know how to do it. Set the table, load the dishwasher, cook a simple meal, wash windows, and of course, clean a bathroom. Kids, what would you say has been the most useful chore as an adult? you learned how to do that now that you're an adult? Uh, definitely grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. Laundry also. 
just because I had the same experience as Megan with a lot of classmates in college who didn't know how to do laundry and I had to teach like five or six people how to do it. Mm-hmm. Alex? We would often be told to like clean a room, I thought. And I thought that was helpful. Like just clean the living room. But I think it was helpful because you taught us like all the different components of like what it meant to clean a room. Especially like a living living room or like a dining room where we'd have to sweep all the non-carpeted spaces vacuum all the carpeted spaces, dust, dust mop, dust mop, like all these different elements to it. Uh, like wipe, wipe down surfaces. Talks of picture frames. Picture frames. You also, you didn't call them chores. They were never called chores in this house. Jobs. They were called jobs, which I thought was, I don't know, it was an interesting distinction. And I think looking back on it, it had, there was a, I don't know if that was purposeful or not, but it certainly gave it a different connotation. Why is that? I don't know, a job is, is more like a responsibility, like a, like you say, something that kind of um, is your responsibility as part of the community versus a, a chore. I don't know, a chore is just to drag. It's nothing else but a drag. I also remember you telling telling me that, like, our, because we got, like, a measly allowance um, that was, like, doled out to us. I remember, you guys remember allowance day and, like, the little <laughs> envelopes? <laughs> By time, by like time our allowance on. was not tied to chores in the sense like it's not like we got an allowance because we did jobs um and because that implies that like well if i don't want my allowance that month like i'm not going to do my jobs um so I, that, I remember that kind of sticking with me like we get an allowance because we're part of a family just because and we do jobs because we're part of a family but that is intentional they're not tied one thing one thing that's like maybe the I don't know if this was a job or not, but I always feel like kind of like cleaning the kitchen and resetting for the day before the next day was kind of part of like the evening routine of like clearing the table, wiping down the table, always um, cleaning like surfaces and stuff like that. And I feel like that's lingered with me till today of like kind of having like a kitchen reset in the evening, wiping everything down so that when I wake up the next morning, it's clean-ish at least and... Um, you can kind of like start the new day. Do you consider yourselves as um, basically neat people or sloppy people? Mm-hmm. Now that you're adults. Very neat. Not that neat. Not that neat. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy and Becca are neat. They just have three little kids running around, which. He's yeah, he know. has a system. And yeah, as I say, it might be messy, but it's it's organized chaos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, guys. Um, the last thing I wanted to say to our parents is that if you get some of these things started now, it's really important to keep it up when life goes back to normal, um, even in September, even after school starts, because. I don't know if you guys remember this, but chores took precedence over homework and everything else. Uh, schoolwork and extracurriculars only occasionally excused you from a responsibility. But I figured somehow you'd always get your homework done. But if I let homework come first, you'd probably never get around to the chore. Do you remember any of that? I do recall uh, making negotiations with you as to I will go grocery shopping tomorrow because I have something happening today and we would but it forced me to be on top of my schedule and my calendar and kind of what things I had to do and what things 
I had to kind of uh, let fall by the wayside. I remember that happening. But you would say, for example, you'd let us go to a sleepover on a Friday night, but then we had to do chores. The agreement was we had to do them as immediately when we get back, even if it's Saturday afternoon. Yeah. I remember that. Okay. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And I want you to look forward next week to episode number three, where Terry Collins will be um, hopefully talking with some of her children about interesting, the 10 best interesting uh, conversations for dinner time.